What's up, everyone? And welcome to Variant, the podcast. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing well. How you doing, Eris? You know, just living life. Living the dream, as living they say. Mm-hmm. What's up, Variant Nation? Welcome back to the show. Yes. We, we have, uh, first of all, we, today might be a little riffy in the sense that Eris has got a lot on his mind. <laughs> Do I? We were talking before we went on air here. We started recording. Oh, I have theories. And Eris is, Eris is, he's just being weighed down by a lot of existential Bro, philosophical. We, t- we touched on this conundrums a week or two ago. Government saying aliens. Yeah, Tim. they're saying aliens. It's yeah. been on my mind ever since. Eris recently discovered that the government lies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Look, look, look. This is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. They said aliens, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's been like, "There's aliens. There's aliens." Then there's they didn't, see the thing is they didn't really like officially say right. No, they didn't. They didn't officially say. It's just one of the dudes. I mean, kind of. But not really. Right. Which is why, like, we were like, why are more people freaking out? I was like that initially, too. But I'm like, I guess because, like. Did, I, not, did I calm you down? It's not like the president. <laughs> it's not like the president came out and was like, hey, guys, we're not alone. Like, it's yeah. not. But. That's not going to happen until 2027. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still, like, crazy that they're legitimately saying mm-hmm. non-human biologics in front of Congress. Yeah. That's not. Which could be, like, they found coffee on board. And and do you and do you think do you think this info came out just around the time of Secret Invasion finale? Is it coincidence? On accident? On accident? You think it's an accident? I think not. No, no, they're telling us they've coincidence. They've infiltrated. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. If we found out that a lot of the world's leaders are scrolls, it would make a lot of sense. I, for one, <laughs> not surprised. Nope. <laughs> I'd be like, that explains so much. So many things. <laughs> and then it just leads you down the rabbit hole. Because, you know, I'm a firm believer, Tim. I'm a firm believer. <laughs> I'm a believer. And, uh, I and, couldn't leave and, her. And, and Nessie, do you believe in the Loxie, the Loch Ness, the sea the monster? Loch Ness monster? Yeah. What, what are they, what's her name? Nessie. Nessie. Yeah. Yeah. You no, believe, you don't really. No, you don't. You don't believe in. Uh, I mean, I've never met her, <laughs> but you don't think. Okay, Do you I don't think, think it's pl- it's plausible right. that there is a quote unquote. We use the word sea monster. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily saying it's like the freaking kraken, where it's like rah, like a giant kaiju. That would be great. That would be great. That would be cool. Except but, for you know, going on cruise ships <laughs> might be a little more unnerving. But they're very well, or it could very well be a creature we just haven't discovered yet. And so to us, it's a monster or that alien. is that's absolutely possible. I, I mean, what I is, mean, what is this statistically like? Because it's a lake, though. It is. But there could be secret tunnels under that lake. Oh, boy. <laughs> somebody's been on some websites. Oh. Just saying somebody's gone down some dark rabbit trails in a world where aliens landed exist, himself. Tim. I'm just saying you might be on a couple watch lists now. I'm. What? Yeah, you just you know because I know too much. Now you know too what much. What if I'm a scroll? Yeah, or you what know, if I'm a scroll? They're, they're they're just looking at you and they're going questionable. Think about it. This okay? So they've so seen I, your browser. History. I think I said this last time. I'm gonna say it again because it's one of my favorite theories. And like people laugh, but it's like you couldn't prove it if it was true. So the whole Men in Black thing, right? Oh yeah, they got the little flashy yeah, thing. Right? This last time, yeah, the, because it's brilliant. What's it called? It, a neuralizer. A neuralizer. Yes, a neuralizer. So it's the most brilliant thing because if. For all, you, for all you know, yeah. I could have just done it to you. You would never know. That's the Did, whole point of the device to be like, yeah, no. Because I can, I could like rewrite your last hour or so of your memories to make you believe anything just happened. Well, now you have me questioning. Did you do that? Maybe. But 
point is, I would never know. The point is, you could argue and be like, no, it never happened. That's so dumb. Like, uh, but that's the whole point of it. <laughs> that's the exactly you fighting me on it is literally the point of that device. Yeah, <laughs> I guess in theory, mm -hmm. that would be accurate. But also, like, is it with all the tech in the world that we have now and you stuff imagine? we don't have? Is it really that far fetched that a no. device like that exists? No, I mean, see, now you're going to get me started answering <laughs> these things seriously. With AI no, and aliens I mean, like, in, and all like, this all, stuff. In all real, like, reality, it's not in the sense that, like, they've been experimenting with ways to make people forget things and, yeah. like, psychological warfare Didn't and all kinds of stuff. Do, for they years. even do, like, stuff like subliminal messaging, obviously, like in mm -hmm. TVs, yeah. music, like, all that psychological stuff? Psychological programming, all yeah. kinds of stuff. They've been doing it for legit decades. Yeah. Decades and decades and decades. Like, I don't. So, is it possible that there's a piece of technology that would, you know, affect that? Yeah, sure. I mean, if they develop, it's like, it's like you said, if they did, like, let's say like DARPA, if they developed something like that and it was being used by the military or the military or the intelligence community or something like that, yeah, you would never know. But it makes me think this whole aliens thing, right? Because as soon as I heard that, I'm sure I'm not the only one who was like Men in Black, though, mm -hmm. right? Because we know Men in Black was actually based off of like the men in black. So you guys right? thought I was kidding when the, I said the men in black has got was some stuff going on in his life right now. <laughs> but no, men in black, as you know, I'm sure a lot of you listening and watching know, were was based on men in black that people would see and theorize when like aliens showed up or big events, even freaking like the whole, um, now I'm not saying I believe this or not, but there's theories. Harris thinks men in black is a documentary. No, but even like the whole when <laughs> hashtag when that stuff hashtag like nine 11 happened on Twitter, you hear the people who are saying men in black came in, took all the camera footage and all that mm -hmm. stuff, yep. you know? So there's a lot of theories out there and yeah. that's where men in black is like based off of, but with aliens existing, it's like in, in the, you know, this guy saying that we've been experimenting with their crafts, their technology. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. So maybe there is a secret organization out there that mm -hmm. wiped your mind last year and you don't even know. They work directly with the lizard people. Yeah. You know? And the gray men. It's, it's possible. That live underground. All I'm saying is. In the hidden world called, <laughs> uh, was it Agatha or whatever all, they call it? All I'm saying is, Tim, all I'm saying is if aliens are real. Mm-hmm. Is it really that far-fetched that Sasquatch if, is real, freaking ghost are real, Nessie, the Loch, <laughs> the Loch Ness monster? Listen. Freaking. I'm telling you. You know, demons, vampires, down, werewolves. Down, down the and rabbit you know, hole, the man and falls. you know. This has actually deeper been. Deeper and deeper into this Wonderland. Is, this plummets. has actually been documented. That there's been mad scientists and stuff that literally pulled a Frankenstein and try to put body parts and brains and stuff yeah. together to make it come alive. That stuff's been going on legitimately since the 18th exactly. century. Exactly. But is it really that crazy to think they did it behind the scenes somewhere? And that is mm -hmm. who built the pyramids. Mm -hmm. Aliens. Now we know. Now we know definitively aliens. What are you talking about? <laughs> now we know. <laughs> I'm just saying. So this might go on for the remainder of the show. Cause you know, <laughs> you never know what's going to spark it. Also what I'm saying the next, the next, listen, uh, you know, just listen, thought experiment listen, or verbal vomit. Listen, hear me Could out. come at any moment. Hear me out. I was on X as they call it now, which that's a weird Dude, thing. Don't, in, don't in admit to doing drugs on okay. live on the podcast. Bro, like Twitter, like, was that not a weird thing? It was a weird thing for me. I didn't, I don't know if you guys did or you <laughs> heard it, but I literally woke up one morning and legit <clears throat> opened my phone the Twitter icon is glitching in and out. Well, it happened suddenly. Yeah. It, happened it was, quickly, it was yeah. literally going from like the bluebird we all know to like this black thing. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is happening? And then it finally just sat on the on the, the X, 
which is what it's now. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, Elon Musk and a CEO are like, hey, we're X now. SpaceX. Why yeah. not call the social media sure. platform? X? Anyway, I was on X as it's called now. And I saw that scientists, this has been something they've been doing for years, mm -hmm. but they've reached like, I guess a significant point to where they've been trying to use reptile DNA mm -hmm. like Kurt Connors from freaking Spider-Man mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. regrow mm -hmm. limbs. And they've hit a new milestone. Yeah. And I was like, they're called chimeras. I was like, <laughs> that's really what and their name like, is. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Alex Jones told us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I was like, wow. So like all this stuff you read in comic books and fiction for years, mm -hmm. aliens included, you're like, mm -hmm. oh, it's fake. It, it's fantasy. Funny pages. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just go read, go read your guys in capes. Stanley tried to tell us, Go read your guys in capes. And then it's like, Oh, they're really doing this and it might actually be a thing. So when you see humans turn into humanoid lizards running around like Kirk Connors, Stanley said it like decades ago. Stanley tried to warn us. Just saying. Maybe Stanley was an alien. Just saying. Like a benevolent alien, a sweet, <laughs> sweet, benevolent comic all, book writing alien. In all seriousness, though, isn't it like weird that a lot of this stuff that you've been reading and seeing in fiction and stuff like that is like, it's really not that far fetched and or some of it is true. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I've told you for many years, none of that does not surprise me. Like, because so much of what goes on in Hollywood, like so many of the people that minority report. Yeah, they, they, they are, you know, the writers and things like that. A lot of the stuff that they write about, they write about stuff that they've actually heard or read or seen Ryan or are aware Johnson. of because they're amongst certain circles of people. And so they will change elements and then they incorporate things that are true into fictional stories. And so not everything that you see can be written off. I mean, a lot of the spy uh, thrillers that are written are written by authors. Just, you know, some of them actually have connections to the intelligence community mm -hmm. themselves, but some of them are just writers, but they get into networks of anonymous sources within gov the governments, like not just the U.S. government, but around the world. And they feed them intel yeah. and tell them things that have gone on and things like that. And then they just completely change names. And so you can't, you know, but you don't know which part is true and which part isn't. That's, That's why trick. Ryan Johnson did what he did with Star Wars. Mm -hmm. He was trying to tell us something. We don't know what. Unbelievable. Yeah. Luke Skywalker drinking the blue or green milk <laughs> off of that weird alien Most creature. Of us were like, that you was some symbolic <laughs> message in that. We don't know what it is, but it's there. Most of us are like, you bastard. Meanwhile, he's like, he's in the know, really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, you'll catch up. Yeah. Give, it, give, give it 10 years. We don't know what any of the messages are, but they're in there. We just got to play the movie backwards. That's the problem. You got to play it backwards and then you get the, you get the message. I'm just saying scrolls. Sasquatch. It's going to be a weird one, gang. Hold on to your butts. But like, can you imagine? I've asked, can you like, in all seriousness, can you imagine walking, waking up one day and like, there's like a mothership hovering over like the Capitol or something? Yeah. I, like, the, what do you I, do with that? Like, you what immediately do you started do? asking that after you saw Independence Day. Yeah. What do you do? Well, you do what Will Smith did. Well, Obviously, <laughs> wow! <laughs> you get in a jet. Da, 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 yeah, da, da, da. you you obviously go to the nearest airbase. They need me, and you volunteer for Tom for Cruise duty. could do that. Tom Cruise is Tom, doing it right Tom now. Cruise is but he might be fighting on the other side. <laughs> oh my God, he is. Uh, yeah, he might. Well, doesn't be. he? Doesn't he pray to Zer What is that? Zenu. Zenu. Yeah, Scientology. that's a real Scientology. That's a real yeah, thing. He might be. That see that also he makes might sense. Be. That's doing, why he can do what he does. That's at 60. what I'm saying. All the stunts he does, mm -hmm. the, you know, how fast he can still run. Yeah. Keeping his fit going. It's a legit theory. I don't know. You know what I mean? There's, what is, what I, is the I Scientology like alien? Zuru? You said? Xenu? Xenu. Oh, that's yeah. better. Scientology <laughs> thing is Zinu. all over the place. I don't even know. Wow. Yeah. L. Ron Hubbard. 
we're on a list somewhere just for talking badly yeah, about Yeah, just them. for talking about in in any I, kind of way. I don't have the millions to join you anyway, so whatever. Yeah. Well, you're just not allowed to say anything. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Well, I thought that you, just means you, I'm never you allowed to You see right there, you you got us canceled. Congratulations. For making it for- Yeah, uh, we're on like three different hit I lists. forgot the name again. What's the name again? I'm not going to say it any again. Zeru? Zenu? Zenu. drag me down this road with you. Zenu. The, the, the alien god Zenu. Listen, oh my I, God. Tom, Wait a minute. I think you might be on to something. Maybe they were right. Jokes. Maybe it is right. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go through a, a what do they call it? Were they clearing? Where they, they clear your mind or they- Oh, there's a term that they use for- and they In Scientology? Use electroshock therapy, I think it is. Wasn't there, a, wasn't there like a minute know. in Hollywood where like so many people were like, yeah. yeah. Like, well, it became huge. Will Smith. It was yeah. it, <laughs> it's anyone really extremely powerful organization in Hollywood. <laughs> have you like, have you ever heard uh, Leah Remini talk no, about no. Uh, Scientology? Because she was a Scientologist and like her experiences. Is she that, not anymore? No, she got out and she went on full like whistleblower mode and she just put them on blast. Like everywhere. She went on Rogan. Was she basically like their cult? Is that what she was like? Well, she, yes, but she gets like, <laughs> she talks about, she names names. She talks about Tom Cruise, like his level, what level he's at inside the organization, what he can and can't do. John Travolta. People oh, like John that. Travolta. She was flat out idea. said, she was on Joe Rogan and she flat out said that John Travolta is at a level inside. I can't remember the name. They give a title to people at certain levels. He also flies planes. Coincidence? I think, I think not. not. <laughs> but they said, she said, flat out said that they could kill someone and they would have to cover it up. The church would automatically cover it up. They can kill people if they want and they will cover it up for it and make sure it goes away. Face off. Mm -hmm. Face off. Just saying. Man. So that might be the gateway right there. We may have just cracked it. How? <laughs> Scientology might be the gateway to the underworld. Next week with the on the people. podcast, it's not really going to be us. It's going to be the scroll versions of us because they're going to come <laughs> after us like tomorrow, probably. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pay extra close attention on my ride home. <laughs> <laughs> I get sucked up from your chest. Uh, 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 now, yeah. now you're wondering, are these guys, do you have anything specific to talk about? And the answer is yes. We did come here with things to talk about. But you know, it's this a, is very important. Yeah, this, this is, is real world, like real life I information. Feel, I feel like these are things that need to be discussed. Okay, mostly by you because mostly by what? Because <laughs> it's just it's really like interesting your theories. I mean, because like I'm so good at it, or yeah, like they're yeah, really <laughs> like I've never thought of these things this way before. Meanwhile, but you listen, you're like. You know, <laughs> just saying, just, I'm like, I'm, I'm, turning into the, I'm turning into the guy from the history channel is like aliens flash forward years, a few years, <laughs> like, yeah, aliens, <laughs> aliens. What's crazy about th this whole thing. If this turns out that like to be hundred percent confirmed, it's like, it's, it'll be really funny or just nutty in general. That's like, all the people who claim to be abducted, like a good portion of them, or let's say like half of them were probably telling the truth. They become the guy. It's like, from see, I told you I got sucked up and they were doing probing stuff. That's the character from Independence Day. Yes. What's it? What's the guy's name who plays him? Randy Quaid. Okay. Randy Quaid's Hilarious. character yeah. in Independence Day where he's like, I done told you, they're coming for you. <laughs> and he sees like, I'm like, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cause he sacrifices himself at the end. Yeah. That's he's right. like, I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Great. So it, every, yeah, all those people would turn into Randy Quaid. That's funny. 
That's funny. What was that movie? There was a, speaking, this is the last thing I'll say in the alien bit, but there was a movie that freaked me out as a child that I don't know why my parents even let me see. Not Star close. Kid? No, it's it was based on a true story, a true abduction story. You know, oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, and they show the guy like getting probed yes. and stuff, and they put him in the cocoon. Yeah. Um, dang it! What is the name of that? Oh, like he gets abducted in the front. Was it Fire in the Sky? Fire in the Sky. That That's movie, it, yeah. 1993. So it's based on one of the most notorious abduction stories ever recorded, bro. I was a group of guys six yeah. years old. My daughter's age. That's disturbing. And they, I don't know what they were thinking. Like my, my, I had the parents. They were thinking they wanted to see the movie and they well, didn't have a babysitter. That's I what they were the, thinking. I, I had the parents <laughs> to let me see anything. Like I yeah. saw freaking Hollow Man. That was the first pair of uh, boobies I saw <laughs> ever. <laughs> That's a thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. I know. I know. That was a thing. They just took me. And I remember vividly, like it, my, like it came on. Mommy? And, no. And I got. Are they supposed and, to be showing that? And I saw it and my mom like. So delayed after the fact, puts her hand over my eyes, but it was too late. I was already like, yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm just the whole point of this is like I was allowed to see any horror movie. Wow. My dad would have like Tales of the Crypt on when I was like, I've told you this before. Yeah. And stuff like my that. My wife's parents were that way. Yeah. But like, you know, that benefited me in a lot of ways in the sense that like I got to see Spawn, the live action movie sure. when I shouldn't have been able to see that. But dope movie. I remember seeing that in Manhattan, in New York. A lot of movies that. Well, I mean, you're going to watch it with your your seven year old. Spawn, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> freaking that crazy clown. I loved it as a kid, but like definitely shouldn't have been able to see it. Anyway, point is they let me see fire in the sky, six to seven years old. And it freaked like even sleeping in my parents' room. That's I why, was still scared. Oh my God. Cause I thought like going to the kitchen, I was going to get abducted and like in a cocoon and they were going to probe me. It makes so much sense now. Hmm. This is really, see, this is like a good therapy session for hmm. you. Because really what we're doing is we're drilling down into where the trauma came from. Like why the aliens Tim, thing Tim, is so disturbing Tim, for you. You listen, know what I mean? It all traces back listen, to that moment, Eris, when you were six years old. We have guys. Sitting in that theater being traumatized. We have guys in our Air Force abduction. and military who okay. went before Congress. I'm just saying. Congress. Listen, it's okay to face your trauma. You think Congress is a joke? <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer that on camera. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever. I'm just saying, we may have discovered, we may have cracked the code as to why Eris, oh. the aliens thing, he's, oh, man. he's concerned about getting probed. All I'm saying is, you're nothing shocks me anymore. I won't let anybody probe you, Eris. No. <laughs> that sounded wrong. <laughs> Nothing shocks me anymore. <sighs> nothing. nothing. I, no, not at this point. No. Nothing. nothing and, and I also don't believe anything. That's like a, it's, this is the negative thing that place that they've put me in. But this, yes. Like I believe absolutely <laughs> nothing. I'm like, look, dead bodies or we're, or we're moving on. But that's kind of like, cause should bring them in and I want body bags. I want to see flesh or we're moving on. That's kind of where like I'm at too, like being serious for a second. It's like, it's fun to joke, joke talk about that. And it's like, it's, I do think it is possible, but it's also like, what if you, cause I told you this when it first happened. Cause I'm like, mm -hmm. it's definitely, I, I will believe anything now, but it's also like, <laughs> it's also like, why are you telling us now? Yeah. That was my whole thing. Why? That was my immediate. For why reaction. are you like, Hey guys, aliens. To distract us from what? Yeah, I said I said that in 2020 when they first started doing this, like right in the middle of like what's the madness. It, what's that I was like, you mean to tell me 
is the comedian? Uh, the one I was telling you about. They're the stop arguing skyrocketing. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. That's, yeah, that's Mo Amra. I thought <laughs> yeah, you were talking Mo about Amra. the one I mentioned last time. Where the, it's, the, it's the best bit. Because Mo Ammer is really funny too, but that, he doesn't talk about aliens. But the no, other he guy does. Is, That's one because he's what? like, he's oh, like, oh yeah, he mentions because he's because he uses it like for what we're talking about. It's a distraction from yes. everything else going on. He's like, we're all home, but the sky, but the stock market is skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. <laughs> aliens sky are real. <laughs> he's like, how is the sky, the stock market skyrocketing? If no one's working, it doesn't make any sense. Hey. Here's some hush money, $1,500 a month. Just chill out. Okay, wait, but it's still going up. It's still going up. Hey, aliens are real. Oh, aliens are real. It's still going up. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the other one is- was it? Jada cheated on Will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jada, no. <laughs> yeah, that whole bit. That was anyway. one of the funniest comedic bits I, had, I saw in like- of the last few years because it was like perfect timing too. It was one of the first uh, like live stand-up routines to come out after all the madness yeah. in 2020 and 2021. And I was crying laughing. I told you about it right away. No, I was, was like, that is, it's, it was just Mo Ammer. If you've never seen it, it's, I think it's called uh, Welcome to Texas or in, from Texas. Yeah, because he's El Paso, I believe, or something he, like he's that. He's from Houston. Oh, he's Houston? Houston. Okay. And that hit the whole opening bit of he's that stand-up routine was great. amazing. And the other one I was talking about, I mentioned it last, the last show is that one comedian, I don't know his name, but he's like, you don't believe any conspiracy theories. <laughs> he's like, I believe, I understand you don't believe all of them, but you don't believe any conspiracy. See, that's where I'm at. He says, we're kindred spirits. The government, he, the government's in charge of everybody. You're telling me they're batting a thousand. <laughs> I got just one son and I lie to that dude all the time. See? It's that whole bit. So funny. That's so where true. I'm at. Who's that guy's name? Because I know I what you're I can't about. remember his name. But he's got he's my mindset. Really funny That's my mindset yeah. right there. It's like, you, th you think none of that stuff is real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, we, we live in a time. That's why I say I just don't believe anything. You, you're going to have to prove it to me. No but like I told is. you, even if they're like, here's footage or here's a picture, you're going to be, it's easy mm -hmm. in this day and age to be like, CGI, fake, Photoshop, yeah. AI, like, yeah. so even at that point, it's like, do you really, you have I, to like go to a zoo, <laughs> it's in a cage somewhere, <laughs> like, <laughs> look at it. I gotta poke it. <laughs> Open the cage, I gotta what poke it. was that it. ride in Disney World uh, along, it was before, it was the one that turned into the Stitch ride. Alien attack. Alien, remember they Alien would attack. Yeah, it yeah, in. Yeah. It's gonna have to be like that, where they bring yeah. it in so we could like investigate it. Mm -hmm. Like, there it is. And that's when it like, it sends out its telepathic messages and captures oh, all of our yeah. brains, you know? And then we all turn into zombie monsters. And that, you know, it's it's a whole thing. Or maybe, maybe, this is a theory I'm gonna create on my own. Oh God. Maybe, you know, like Brainiac, what is he all about? Intelligence, right? Encapsulating, right. you know, and gathering Capturing, all the intelligence, knowledge, intelligence yeah. in the universe, right? And he puts them in his little mm. bottles and he shrinks them. He's got Candor, all that stuff. So he's all about that. It's kind of sort of like AI in a weird way, right? I mean, yes. Right? Yes. So what if AI is actually alien in nature? I mean, if it was. What if it's alien in nature? It's literally artificial alien intelligence. And they're telling us about aliens right around the time AI is popping off. Mm. And it all kind of links. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, here's my problem <laughs> with that theory. If AI is alien in nature, the aliens are not very bright. <laughs> Why? What if they're playing the long game like freaking Thrawn? I mean, it's possible. They're like, yeah, but we I'm don't just need saying, to win the battle. Chat we just got to win the war. He's got some work to do. 
ChatGPT made a way better script for the freaking Star Wars sequels than Disney. Okay? That's not saying okay. anything. My seven-year-old could do that. Oh, shots oh, fired. Oh, boy. Shots Don't fired. Don't get mad. It was, it, was kind, <laughs> it was kind of a joke. That was meaner than even what I said. You just, you just took it times two. <laughs> I, I'm not sorry. I regret nothing. <laughs> anyway, point is, like you just said, that comedian said, you're trying to say... They're not lying about anything. <laughs> I think it would be universally agreed by everyone listening to the sound of our voice that uh, the government doesn't always tell the truth. I think that would be pretty much a universally agreed. Statement. Here's a question. We'll end it on this before we move on to something else. If they were like, hey, we'll tell you everything that's going on. They'll let you in behind the scenes, see the alien, see you. Mm. Like when, you know, you know, someone becomes president, they have to fill that person in on everything. You know, I don't think they do that either. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, that's what they in say. Theory. That's what they say. Sure. Right? So apparently, you know, when you become president of the United <laughs> right. States, they have to let you in on all the, the secrets, right. quote unquote, or the, the they got to let you in on what they want you to know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's another conspiracy that there's. That's a fact. That, that's a whole. That is an absolute <laughs> fact. That, that is. That is but, anyway, <laughs> but anyway, would you be like, yeah, I want to know. Or would you fall in ignorance as bliss? Oh, no, I would want to know. That would be my first question. I want to take me to sector seven. Your first question would be like, I want to, I want to, I want to see. Elvis still alive? Yeah. I want to know where's Tupac. Where's Tupac? I want to know where's Tupac? Where's Elvis? What happened to Kennedy? Yeah. Pyramids. I want to know. Is Hitler really in Argentina? (laughs) What? What the hell? You never heard that theory? No. Yeah. There's all kinds of of people. We know that. We know that. What's the what's There's the all Walt Disney is still alive in the freaking Cinderella no, castle? His head, yeah, his head is frozen. <laughs> it's underneath Cinderella's castle. You know, I believed that as a kid. There's so many people that do. I think there's people still believe it. Well, there's also that other one where they say there's that uh, that rumor that people go and they spread their uh, loved ones' ashes in the haunted mansion ride. I've never heard that one. Yeah, they take ashes with them and they sprinkle it in the and that Disney has to go and clean it up. And Disney's have since debunked it and said, no, that's Ugh. not true. But would they tell you if it was true? No. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Exactly. Because no one would ride the ride. Exactly. So, so maybe it is. You know what I mean? And Hitler <laughs> might be in Argentina. You know what I mean? <laughs> or at least he was. You Dude, know, he's probably That just dead reminds now. me of the end of Deadpool 2, where Deadpool goes back in time. Yeah, and, and he's he finds baby Hitler. And he's, <laughs> and he's going, ooh, ooh, this is harder than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> it's for the betterment of humanity. It's for the betterment of oh, humanity. You that is this. one of the most genius scenes. Really funny. I, like not even just comic book films, just in general. Yeah. The fact that Ryan Reynolds was like, yeah, we're doing this. And the way he played it off. So funny. Brilliant. And then the fact that he Bur- couldn't do it. Oh my God. So good. So, Cause that's like, that's hey, a, cause professors used to use it as like a philosophical question. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, a, the fact it's that actually he, a very interesting thought experiment. Yeah. So, cause it's like, Theoretically, if you do, you're saving hundreds, if yes. not millions of people. Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. like, is that, that is for the betterment of sure. like humanity. But it's just really funny that like he did, he like was acknowledging that. And like, ah, you know, there's an so easier, cute, though. <laughs> there's an easier way to do it. You know what I mean? You just send, pay someone to go back and just tell him he's a really good artist when he was in prison. Just give him hugs. Give yeah. him hugs as a kid. Kiss him. Yeah, take him to baseball just games. Somebody just. You know, buy him a don't, bike. Don't neglect him. You know take him saying? to Disney yeah, World. <laughs> there was no Disney World yet. Maybe he could have helped. Freaking. Out. Anyway, that Ryan Reynolds bit was genius. Yes, so that funny. was really, really funny. 
But like Just I said, up the timelines. We we did have a couple of things to actually talk about that was more coherent. But first thing we gotta we gotta acknowledge is uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie did come out hit theaters, and uh, and neither of us have seen neither it. of us have seen this movie. We ne- neither of us had time. But the thing that has been shocking, at least to me, it was shocking, uh, is it has kind of been met with a very underwhelming uh, box office. Which is weird because it's got a 96 yeah. critic score and a 91 or 93 audience score. So the consensus is, I haven't heard a bad thing about it. Yeah, Everyone who I personally know who's seen it say they loved it. And Same. just general reviews in, in general yeah. say that people are liking it. So it's Super weird fun, that it's not blah, translating blah, blah. into money. Yeah. I, I mean, Barbie and Oppenheimer just continue to clean up in their third week or whatever it's at, where it's at. Uh, but I, even with that, I really expected the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to perform better than it did. I think it came in third in its opening weekend. It was third or fourth. I think it was third. Third. Uh, did you see, when do you plan on seeing it? You're, Cause you're going to see it. I know. CMNT? We're both going to see it eventually. I was going to try and see it this weekend. What, what are we at? It's August 4th through the 6th. So it was, Mike oh my gosh, it was it. fourth. Me- Meg two came in second. Oppenheimer was third. I thought Oppenheimer was second. Okay. It. Meg one was fun. Okay. Completely stupid, but fun. So I actually want to see Meg two. I think I saw it. You saw it with me. I did. You did. Okay. Yeah, I, I it tells you how much I enjoyed yeah. it. I, don't I mean, it was years ago. That movie came out a while ago. Yeah, I don't. That's it one of those so guilty stupid. pleasure stupid movies that you just yeah. It's like Fast watch. and Furious in the water yeah. with a shark. <laughs> that's probably a good definition. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> but I'm surprised. I didn't realize that that had such a following. That actually did 30 million its opening weekend, which is you know it's, it's not crazy, but it's not bad. I thought TMNT especially. I thought with that was going to do it. Yeah, because especially with the success of like Mario Brothers yes. and uh, Beyond the Spider Verse exactly. or Across the Spider Verse, like I thought I was going to fall in those lines. That was my thinking as well. And it, for it to come in fourth and only do twenty eight million, because it's also a weekend, family film too. So shocking. it's like everyone's going to bring their kids yeah. to see it. So usually films like that, if good, do better because yeah. you know it's not restricted by age. Like you know PG thirteen or R. You yeah. Know. So it's weird. Yeah, Barbie just keeps on. Keeps on trucking. I need to see. I need to see Oppenheimer. I need to see Barbie, and I need to see TMNT. Yeah, I, I definitely, I am, I am jonesing to see Oppenheimer. That is my second most anticipated movie of the of the year, and I have not gotten to see it yet because you know I'm a you know it's kind of a little huge history guy. Yeah, and I, I've just been and I've read the book that it's based on, so I've just like been wanting to go, especially. But my wife has been out of town for a couple of weeks, uh, and uh, so I haven't been able to get to the theater, but. Not because my wife like lets me go to the theater or anything. I haven't gotten permission. <laughs> I mean, it's not like yeah, I can't go to the movies because my wife's not home. <laughs> you don't but drive. I, yeah, I don't. I don't have a car. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, I've been hanging out with my kids and stuff like that, which I also do anyway. This is not sounding good for me either way. Wow. I know this is really wow. just. You're was, a bad human. I guess you get huh? what I'm saying. You guys know what I'm talking about. Unbelievable. <laughs> but I want to go see Oppenheimer. Barbie, I like, I'm like, whatever. That movie wasn't made for me. But <laughs> oh, I'm really excited about Barbie. Yeah, a lot of people are. It's I mean, it made a billion mine. dollars. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's made a ton. I will, but I think we're <clears> obviously <throat> going to see uh, Blue Beetle next week. Yeah, Blue Beetle hits next Blue week. Beetle. And based on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, man, I'm just like, man, I, I don't know what the box office Blue Beetle is like, not going to do well in the box office, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Me sad. I haven't heard anything about what the uh, what is, what's the word I'm looking predictions. for predictions. Oh, the, the predictions is less is, is. I told you this like a week or so ago. They're projecting that Blue Beetle is going to do worse than projections the projections was the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's, they're projecting it's going to do worse than the Flash, and the Flash lost oh. WB two hundred mil. Oh boy, 
which is really sad and not fair. One, because we've never seen Blue Beetle before. It's a fresh start as far as a brand new hero. We've It's never even been hinted in these DC films before. And it actually looks fun. At least I personally think so. So I think it might be a Flash situation where obviously the Flash did bad for numerous reasons, most of which I would assume is uh, Ezra Miller not being the, the best person. There was a lot of people not seeing that and because of him and rightfully so. But taking that out of the equation and just looking at it as a film, I still thought it was a good film and, you know, it didn't deserve the hate it got as far as a film goes. It was just getting that hate because of Ezra Miller. But the film itself... I thought was good. I think you liked the film as well. Yeah, I like. I didn't like it as much as you did. We said that at the but time. But it's also a bummer too because it's like, yeah, everyone's boycotting and not wanting to watch it and hating on it because Ezra Miller. But like, he's one cog of this. There's so many other actors yeah. in it. All the directors, producers, writers, you know, DP, everything behind the scenes. He's not the only one that was like involved mm -hmm. with it. So it's really crazy that like because of the whole Ezra thing. It. I, I. I. You know, and I said this before. I don't think it's just because of Ezra. I think that definitely was a big factor. But I, it's definitely not the only factor. There was, there's multiple reasons why that movie tanked as hard as it did, and some of that is just because people are just fed up with what they were doing with DC. Yeah, <clears throat> they know that this movie doesn't mean anything. They feel like they're being <clears throat> kind of led around by the nose by the studio, and they, people just kind of rejected it. Anyway, if Blue Beetle, if Blue Beetle is a good film and it still fails, then it's like that just means that everyone's checked out DC. It's not just the whole Ezra debacle. It would just be, nah, we're going to wait for Superman legacy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I honestly think that's a huge part of it, which leads us to one of the other points that we wanted to talk about, which is this Wonder Woman situation. We'll get where uh, uh, Wonder Woman herself, Gal Gadot, came yes. out and said, oh, uh, Wonder Woman 3 is in, uh, I almost did a voice, and I, and I pulled back on that at the last second. <laughs> the Wonder Woman 3 is uh, under, under development. And uh, then yeah. some other people came out, apparently. Uh, you know more. You can speak to it, because I really didn't look at it. You were the one that actually saw it. So, yeah. So, I think I have the... Let me just pull up the quote here. So, but basically what happened is Wonder Woman 3 was in an interview with comicbook.com, I believe, earlier last week. Because mm -hmm. uh, she has a new... That movie. I saw. She has a new movie coming out on Netflix, so she was promoting it. But obviously, whenever you're talking to Gal, you got to bring up Wonder Woman, because she's Wonder Woman. Right. And uh, she said willingly that, like, Wonder Woman 3 is an act of development. And that was kind of, that set the world, you know, I was like, oh, we are getting like a Gal Gadot Wonder Woman again. We're getting a three. And that's probably why they're doing Paradise Lost. Because it's going to lead into that. Only for like two days ago from us, you know, talking about this right now, uh, basically people who work, not James Gunn or Peter Safran specifically, but people who work for them or part of Warner Brothers and DC films were like, yeah, no, though. It's not happening. It's, it is not yeah. in active development. And man, it is, there's no plans for it currently. Which, I mean, where did you yeah. fall either way? Like when you when you when you heard that uh, Gal was saying that yeah, Wonder Woman three is happening. I was literally fifty. I was like, yeah, no. Like I was literally because like she's an awesome Wonder Woman. We saw that yes, in the first one for sure. that she you know if given a good script, good writing, good director, she will she nails it. Wonder Woman. I say it all the time. It's still my favorite. Uh, DCEU film. Without question, yeah. Uh, so. Well, I mean, it's not my favorite DCEU film, but it was it's up there. All right. For me, it's my favorite one. I thought, you know, anyway, I loved her in the role. Thanks. I would like to see her go on. But at the same time, I think we've said it before. We both said it and agree. They just need to rip the bandaid and start anew. Yep. You're getting rid of Cavill. You're getting rid of Affleck. Like, why keep, like, Momoa, Levy, and Godot? You know what I mean? Just. Yep. If you're going to do it, do it. Stop I, with the, like, the one toe in the pond, the one, I mean, toe in the pool, and, like, just just go. If you're going to dive, 
dive in. Don't yeah. be like, I have been pretty firm in that position for a couple of years. And uh, it just continues to frustrate me that they kind of are doing this half, you know, one foot in, one foot out. They're not really telling us either do it or don't. Uh, even the, the, you know, when uh, Gunn and, and Saffron took over, you know, we talked about how, you know, it just doesn't, for me, it just didn't feel like they were being honest. They were being told you have to, you know, make it seem like, oh, these are still relevant. These Shazam and Aquaman and the Flash are still relevant in some way, somehow. And it was just a show to try and get people to the theaters. And then we're going to find out after the fact that now nah, we're just going to totally disconnect. That that was, seemed like the most likely scenario, especially considering the direction that Gunn is taking things. Mm -hmm. But I, when I heard that the other day about her interview, I was like, come on, man. Are you joking? I mean, it really was like, that's ridiculous. That they're keeping her? Yeah, just, well, just the concept that you're going to in any way keep this going after you have Shazam flop that way, the Flash flop that way, Blue Beetle looks like it's going to tank, Aquaman is getting, people are literally walking out of the previews for this film. The they're doing, yeah. and they're doing reshoots to try to salvage it. I mean, that's the same thing. Black Adam was performed horribly, even though you just had the rock this. Did you see this? The rock went on Kevin Hart's Peacock talk show. Saw this. And Hart, of course they talked to their best friends. So yeah. they talked about it before and they probably ironed out what they were going to say and the whole thing. So he was prepped and he asked him like, Hey, what happened with black Adam? You know, how could they not let you after it was so successful? How could they let you not continue the character and you know the rock was like you know i just look at it like you know changing the a guard a football team if you, you got a football team you know new manager new general manager new coach comes in no matter how good the previous team was that's not your quarterback and they just get rid of people and they just start with their own team it's kind of like the same thing so you know it was we, we talked about it it didn't make sense to me we was really successful the audience loved it and he it was the most delusional <laughs> like what are you talking about what are you talking about? And and this is kind of like the state of things. And that is why I say what happened with the flash. I do not think it was all Ezra, the Ezra thing. It's that, <laughs> that clip was it's really funny that though. Crap. Because I watched that clip actually like two or three times. Cause it was, I was like, wait a minute, wait. Cause Kevin Hart kept saying how successful it is. I, even after that clip, I went and I was like, how much money did it make? I think it made like 500, 400 mil yeah, worldwide. worldwide, which it's technically not a flop. It, it made its money. No, it didn't. For the studio and domestically? No, because uh, it it profited a little bit. That's why I say it technically wasn't a flop because it 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 wasn't in the negative, but it wasn't very successful either. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's how they're spinning it because it's like so. It's like and they're, I gotta look this and they're up. spinning it up by the opening weekend as well. I'm gonna, I gotta look this up because I read an I read an article that said that Black Adam lost money for Warner Brothers. Uh, are they talking about because of marketing? Just, yeah, the whole all the, the whole, outlay the whole thing because it made because yeah, that's where that's what uh, that's where it all comes together. Because it oh no, it made three hundred and ninety three thousand million a million. Yeah, well, yeah, that would really be a flop. Three hundred ninety three. Yeah, it did. Million. I know it didn't make five hundred. So let's let's call it four hundred mil. Let's call yeah, it four hundred. So mil. It, it because the thing is, they did reshoots that ballooned the budget to almost three hundred million dollars. It was like two hundred and sixty million dollar budget for just production because they had to do extensive reshoots after it got negative previews. Yeah. Right. So, and that's when they also brought in Henry Cavill and they started doing all this other crap. So that ballooned the budget to like $260 million range. That was without the marketing. 
So you're looking at a box office that is, you know. So let's say that you. Yeah, can, there's all kinds of let, stuff. Let, Variety magazine, Black Adam to lose millions at the box office. Let's say it was 260, right? Let's say it was 260. Mm -hmm. Then let's throw another 100 mil for marketing, right? You're at 360. It's still made like $33 million. No, that, <laughs> no, because you still have to do the splits with uh, um, the international box office. You have, and that is, that take deep, that's deep stuff because the well, like various governments take cash and all kinds of stuff. So you, once you get done paying all the bills, they lost money for sure. Well, what I'm seeing here is they're not calling it necessarily a flop. They're just calling it a box office disappointment because it's not technically a flop. Sure. <laughs> it, for what that movie was, that movie should have been a close to billion dollar film, at least. That should have. have that should have been a six well, to seven hundred million dollar movie. I'm not minimum. arguing on that. I'm saying they're getting they're spinning it with a technicality is what is how they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, that, and I think that's kind of the issue. That's that's yeah. the point that I'm making. Yeah, yeah. Is everybody knows this movie was not very good. What The Rock and DC did with Black Adam as a wait character a minute, was a not very Tim, good. Tim, Tim, you're telling me you didn't want The Rock to be the center focus of the yeah. DC <laughs> film universe? You didn't want The Rock to be the I Superman, know. Batman, and Wonder Woman Going of the DC universe? Out on a limb. You didn't want to see Dwayne Johnson leading the Justice League. You mm -hmm. didn't want to see J Dwayne Johnson taking on Doomsday, taking on the Joker, taking on Reverse Flash all at the same time because he's Dwayne The Rock Johnson? You don't want to see that? I mean, when you put you it that way. You didn't want to see, you didn't want to see Black Adam versus Marvel live action when they eventually did a crossover with Disney World oh, wow. in Marvel. You want to see, you didn't, didn't want to see Black Adam Rock versus Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Mario Brothers. <laughs> you didn't want to see that. Kevin Hart said they want to see. My God, <laughs> you've opened my eyes. Point. I've got a whole new outlook on life. I will say I am a fan of The Rock, but I will yeah. also say he likes to be the center of attention wherever he is. Mm -hmm. And that's not always for the best. Yeah. I, <laughs> look, I get it. Like you're build, you're trying to build yourself an empire. You're trying to, you know, you're building a company. You're doing all these things. Your face is the brand. I get it. Kevin Hart, it's the same thing. That's why they get along so well. Kevin Hart learned about this stuff from people like The Rock by becoming friends with them and, and just using your persona as the brand to build an empire. And that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to build a media empire. Mm -hmm. But in doing so, because he's been so wildly successful, I think that, you know, because we're all human beings and he puts his pants on like we do, mm -hmm. you know, it just, it feeds the ego. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at some point you start to lose touch with how far should you take that? Yeah. Right. And I think in the case of Black Adam, I think that's just what it was. And I don't think he even recognizes it. Because I love his, the thing <laughs> being a comic book fan is the, is the real, he's like, Black Adam's one of the most legendary, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, not necessarily downplaying Black Adam, but I'm. He's a great right. character. Black Adam is an awesome character. Awesome but character. The Rock was making him seem like he was this A-list character. He was by no means an A-list character. No. He's a cool character. One of my favorite anti-hero slash villains, but The Rock was making him trying to put him on the pedestal or, or the level of like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Like, it's Never. not a thing. And it's like. You can't I would put him on a top tier villains list. Yeah, but like, you know what? You know what? You know, I would even say, I would even oh, say this is about to get. I would go as far as saying if you were to make a top 10 DC villain list, he doesn't necessarily have to be on it. Ooh. Think about it. Reverse Flash, Joker, Lex Luthor, any of the plethora of Batman freaking villains, Brainiac. Uh, yeah, but I wouldn't like, put there's only maybe two Batman villains that you would put above Black Adam. In terms of overall Do DC impact? Yeah. 
What? Dude. Okay. So you got Joker for sure. Joker for sure. Penguin is above Black Adam all day. Catwoman is above Black Adam all day. Mr. Freeze is above Black Adam all day. Riddler is above Black Adam all day. For I think sure. this is Batman bias coming out. No, as far you could say, not on DC Universe Impact. You Black Adam has had like major crossover. Yeah, but to, like impact. no, th those villains have had a plethora. He literally of more was a part of the Justice League. Yeah, on but, multiple occasions. Yeah, but like those villains have had so much more of an impact in DC and more better stories within the Batman universe. I mean, but that's a DC. It's still yeah, DC but comics. I'm saying like as a whole, like where they do crossovers and major events and things like that. Black Adam has played a much bigger role in that capacity than any of those these uh, Batman villains. Mm. The Joker is the one you could point to and say, no. he's had major crossover You saw my crossover with other characters, like interacting Yeah, interacting like major events, major universal impact. I'm talking about just impact in general. Like, again- If you, you're talking about like with fans- Well, yeah, because yes, like- definitely. Every, I'll give you that. Everyone knows who Joker, Mr. Freeze, Riddler, yeah. Catwoman is. I'll, I'll definitely but give I you got that. Him, not like gonna be a with thing. the general public and fan base, I'll definitely yeah, give I'll you that. Yeah, I was just talking about overall popularity. Yeah. No, in that I, sense. I was talking about like impact within the storytelling universe of oh, DC okay. as yeah. a whole. I mean, you could still make arguments for, I mean, Catwoman, certainly. I would still put above Black I mean, Adam yeah, in that sense. Just because, especially because of her relationship with Bruce. Mm -hmm. Like you could, you could say, but again, it's compartmentalized more to Bruce Wayne. Yeah, if you're talking about interaction with other characters, but she's all, but it's like she also crosses over in a lot. What of I'm other saying things. is, is like the things that those characters, the storylines that those characters have been involved in, haven't necessarily pushed the entire DC universe or altered it in mm. one direction or another. Whereas Black Adam has been involved in storyline and played crucial roles in storylines that have had major canon shifts. Yeah, well, because he's also a character that's like. He has to be in other people's things, which I kind of yeah. actually proves my I point. I mean, he's a incredibly bit. powerful and all kinds of stuff too. But like, he kind of has to be, as he doesn't really stand. I don't want to say he doesn't stand by himself alone that well, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to do a. He has solo series, but he's not going to have this run that's like he's going to support by himself for no, because ages they, and he's, ages. Well, I mean, that's true. I think of most villains. Yeah, not a lot say. of villains can the do it. The heroes on their own. are the central focus, which is why Black Adam started becoming an anti hero. Yeah. And then I mean, even I a sympathetic figure overall. Yeah, I'm not trying to like diss on Black Adam. I really, he's one of he's one of my favorite characters. Well, now we know. Eris hates Black saying, Adam. I'm just saying, the whole point of this was that like he's not what The Rock was. So like he's no. not like, because I, because no. the same thing, like I wouldn't want the Joker, Correct. who's way more like yeah. popular of a character, to be the center of a universe. Because mm -hmm. that's even besides that, I wouldn't want a villain to be the center of a universe, which is why he was a trying solo to solo film. Yeah. Yes. But the center of a universe you're building out for a studio, because he was also trying to make him a hero, which was another annoying yes. thing. I but, would say that was the most annoying part about it. Like I get it. I understand. He's been a hero. He's been on the Justice league. Like sure. you said a numerous amount of times, but he's more compelling. I think as a villain slash anti-hero, yes. like that's what makes him com compelling. He so. would have been way cooler being introduced as a villain who then you, as you learn more about him and he learns more about his place in the world, he determines that he doesn't want to, you know, he's either he's by, by force, like Superman forces him to stop. Mm -hmm. And then he says, okay, well, you know, you're going to either handle the, handle your business or I'll be back sort of a thing. Yeah. And he's just like this lingering lurking outside force that could come in and jack stuff up at any time. 
I think that would have probably been the best way to go I mean, because that's what Black Adam generally is. I mean, they were, to be fair, they were kind of setting that up at the end, which is why Superman yeah, came in. Yeah, but you know. And you, he's like. Every, they, they, so yes, but it was still like he was the hero. Yeah. And they made his backstory, totally changed his backstory. They, they made they him gone way more John. sympathetic yes. than he actually is. They like, should have gone with the Jeff Johns backstory. Yes. Too. Yes. Yeah. It's just, there's so many things and it's just because of, it had to be spun a certain way you know, to fit it, the rocks brand. And that's where the problem came. That's from. what, that's where like it's rubbing me wrong. Mm -hmm. I think in general, because like the rock couldn't just be the villain and have Zachary Levi be the hero and star of the film. Like right. he couldn't just be the Joker to the Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had to be like, no, because he's like, he's this rich history and you tell the story, right? He's got to have a solo film. It's like, if that was so, you're telling me, like, the Joker didn't get a solo film before, but first, but Black Adam needs to. Like, think of it: all the best Joker it's performances. Unreal. Like, he's only got Joker's only got one solo film. Yeah, and it's an Elseworlds thing. So you're telling me the Joker's not deserving of his solo film to set up everything before you introduce him to Batman, but Black Adam is. Yeah, that's the what rubbed me wrong. It's like I get it. I like Black Adam. He is like a big character in mm -hmm. DC, but like he was making him something that he really. Wasn't like right. you don't you didn't need to give him a solo movie at all. I would you, say worse. What rubbed me wrong even more than that, worse than that for me was how he was so opposed to appearing in a Shazam film. Because yeah, he's a freaking Shazam. He's villain. a Shazam villain. <laughs> he had to make it Superman. Yes, it had to be Superman, or it wasn't good enough for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That wasn't cool enough. It okay, wasn't. That would have been an awesome fight to see. Yes, but later. Yeah. Like you have after to build Shazam. to that. Yes. You have to give the audience, you have to build up to that and give the audience a reason to anticipate that, to be excited about that, to look forward to that. You sneak, but that's, you sneak up on the audience with that. But that's again going to the thing where he had to be, he has to be the one facing, because everyone knows right, Superman's exactly. the guy. So he has to fight So he Superman. had to leapfrog Shazam <laughs> and all this other stuff. And make it to where he was just all automatically right out of the gate. He was toe to toe with Superman. Yeah, it just rubbed me wrong. And it just wasn't. It wasn't. You know, when we first heard about it, we Black were Adam both also, excited Black because Adam we're like, terrible, "Hey, though. this could. If they do this right, we don't know what they're doing, but if they do this right, this could be really cool." But you know, The Rock's really making it sound like you know he really wants to do this character justice, and he really wants to bring something special to the. And so we were kind of really optimistic right out of the gate about it. And then even when we he, him when he was calling out Superman, we were like, oh my gosh, if they eventually build up. But our thing was right from the start, we were like, if they start with Shazam and then you build up to you know the Shazam and uh, Superman teaming up to stop Black Adam, mm -hmm. that would have been amazing. And that's what we were excited about. Yeah. We were looking forward to that possibly occurring for sure. And then what we got, and I think that is what has really turned so many fans away from well, these films know. is because that's one example of just from just that, but they've been doing that with everything systematically. It's like, why wouldn't you just, cause he should have been the first villain for the film. Cause it's like, it just, it's the most obvious. Like if you're yeah. gonna, when you're first doing a Batman movie, he should appear at the end what, of the first Shazam film. Or you could have just made him the villain of the first Shazam film. Yeah, but, he, but it's like, okay, you yeah, don't want to do that. Yeah, you want to yeah, do, yeah. Sil, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Savannah. Fine. Have Savannah discover you know, uh, Teth Adams' tomb at the end. I mean, they're linked in the New 52 anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. So, that, I mean, uh, yeah, if you were to go that route, it definitely would work because you could have had Savannah, the first film, set it up. Second yes. film is Black Adam versus Shazam. He can't take him down completely. So, then you have a team up film of Shazam Superman versus Black Adam. 
So then you could then you could do the Dwayne thing mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm so powerful, you need Shazam and Superman. Yeah, it was so <laughs> obvious. Have you heard about this? Uh, I think that, I don't know if they, it falls under Mandela effect or butterfly effect. Have you heard about this where a whole bunch of people remember seeing an end scene to Shazam where Dr. Savannah finds Ted Adams' tomb? No. And breaks it open at the end. And that's it's a Is it's that really a, a thing? That's really a thing. Look it up. A whole wow. bunch of people remember seeing that nope. as a um, a uh, post-credit scene. They do show uh, Black Adam as like a hologram in the in the film. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, when uh, uh, when Billy's becoming Shazam, and I believe the wizard is giving him like the history of the powers of Shazam. You see like the magical oh, like, I think I hologram image of like Tess Adam. I think I do. Unless this is another. No, that's legit. This that's is legit. another butterfly effect. No. <laughs> Go on, Max. Look it up. It's real. <laughs> but yeah, I, it, it would have been, it was just right there. It was so obvious and the fans would have eaten that up. But this is the problem. And it's not just DC, it's DC and Marvel as we have talked about over and over and over again. So with the, well, going back to the Wonder Woman thing, it's this, this is the issue. It's like, now you're going to come out and you're going to try and say, when I heard that, I was like, you've got to be joking. Make it stop. Someone stop, please, please. Someone stop the bleeding. Like I just, oh. <laughs> just all of them are done. This is their last film. Wonder Woman 2 was their her last film. 84 was the last one. Aquaman, whatever the new kingdom, whatever the heck it's called. Lost Kingdom. Lost Kingdom. Final Jason Momoa Aquaman film. Just all of it be done and start over. Please, I beg you. Because they also lost their opportunity with not doing Flashpoint the way they should have in the Flash. Yes. And they made it sound like they were gonna. Don't get me on that rant. Uh, Look at me, because there's a so this vi- is, that's there's literally, literally video of James Gunn saying that the Flash will reset, reboot mm-hmm. things going forward. He when he did that whole announcement yeah. of the slate, he li- he's looking in the camera like I am now and saying. And then we got the Flash, which is great, which is going to reset and uh, the, the universe going forward. I think he said it's going to do it does a pretty good job or something like that of resetting. He said reset, which is another word for reboot. Reset, reboot, doesn't matter. He basically said it's fixing everything going forward. It's rebooting, right? However you want to take it. He said reset, right? So, like, it did it. <laughs> it did it. Because then then people were like, oh, so that, so that means then George Clooney is Batman? To which he replies, no, absolutely not. So it's like... But you said, yeah, and I'm fine. So, wait, so what they should have done, Tim? What they should, they should have freaking done. But I get they're like, we don't know where we're going yet, so we're gonna leave it vague. They should have done is had that new cast, that new Superman they cast, be at the end of that ready film, to go. ready to go yeah. at the end of that film, or the new Batman, someone new going forward to be yeah. like, this is where things are going. So whether it's the Batman, because they, they were playing heavy with yeah, Batman in there, right. so that would have actually been cool if the Bruce that was at the end was the Bruce that was going to be in Brave and the Bold with Damian mm-hmm. Wayne Robin, that would have been something. Because everyone yeah. would be like, because just imagine them announcing who's playing Batman by doing that. Even that would have been even like, if they Even if they didn't do Batman. Superman would have worked. The new Superman would have worked as well. Or even Damian. Just or, Damian. Anyone going forward. And, you, and he interacts with the person, doesn't know who he is, and at the end he just says his name is Damian. I mean, people would have like lit up. But it, well, the people that saw it, Oh, wow. You, what's crazy there is- There wasn't many people. The, the funny it. thing is, is for a while, I think the first two weeks, it was the number one digitally downloaded movie I saw across that. all platforms. Which showed there was a lot of people that just didn't want to go spend the money Pro- to see it. Proving the Ezra boycott. Yes. Yeah. So there you go. 
Yeah. Or just not just generally not wanting to spend that much money on that film. So that that is something I always look for. I kind of feel bad for Gunn in the sense where like these movies were already filmed and shot in motion and set in motion before mm. he showed up. But at the same time, I'm like, like, cause he's in a tricky situation because it's like you can't make it seem like these movies don't matter because they're not gonna make any money, even though they're still not making any mm-hmm, money. Mm-hmm. But as a studio head, being the head of anything, <clears throat> you can't you can't make your product seem like it's worthless. So like right. no matter whether you agree with it or not, he's the face of it, he's the head of the studio. So he has to like talk positive about it, right? So I feel bad in that sense. But at the same time, you can't hoodwink us being like, this is literally resetting everything. Yeah. You need to see it because this is gonna reboot everything going forward. Then we watch it and we're like, so you did timelines, you had a bunch of crappy CGI cameos that were cool to see, but the CGI was really dumb. And you really bad. didn't tell us so bad. where we're going at all. You just ended with a with a cool little nod to George Clooney, Batman and Robin, Batman, but still it ended. And how does this connect to the new Batman for Brave and the Bold, the new Superman going forward? I don't understand. Which under <laughs> under a lot of circumstances would have been the George Clooney thing I'm talking about would have been fun by itself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's fun. Even though George Clooney was the worst Batman like of all yeah. time. Uh, that's sorry, George. That was just the movie was bad. He's like, that's um, like, he's like, but I'm super good looking though. Yeah. <laughs> Love George Clooney. Great actor. But that was just, it was awful. The, uh, you know, what I found out my wife is all about George. She's like, she's like, yeah, if I was like 50, George Clooney though. <laughs> yeah yeah wow yeah george clooney who's he's still robert got downey jr is another one she's like i was a little older robert downey though <laughs> <laughs> she likes short guys she likes sophisticated old guys sophisticated apparently old yeah. men. got that wow. swag i guess <laughs> gross <laughs> you know who's all about robert downey jr doesn't even need to be aged up your sister which one amanda she is about Robert Downey Jr. What do you like, mean he doesn't even need to be aged up? I mean, she doesn't need to be aged up. Like, cause she's like, she's like what, 25 and he's like 55 or something like that. Yeah. She's like, yeah, no, right now, Robert Downey, let's go. <laughs> I feel like that has something to do with money. <laughs> no, she, someone's looking I, for a sugar daddy. Cause I, I was, she's like, she said, he's got that swag, got that swag. He's funny and he's Whatever. good looking. Women do like confidence. Yeah. And he is Iron Man. Yeah, I mean, he's, to- he's he played Tony Stark. Tony, Tony, Tony Stark, and he's kind of got that. I mean, he is like who he plays is kind of like kind of just who he is a little yeah. bit. So this is how women find themselves in trouble, right here. I don't know. You know what I mean? You go for the bad. Boy. I mean, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. He's a good guy. I get. He's a good. Like I kind of, I, I kind of get it. I don't even know how we derailed on that. Yeah, I don't know. How did we get to that? I was just saying that George Clooney was a bad Batman. And then I went and to then, the fact yeah, that my wife's like, like, he's yeah, an attractive was, older dude. And and then Robert Downey Jr. is attractive. I don't yeah. know. We got to a weird place. So the point is, this is a funny thing. Me, me and my wife play. It's called smash or pass. This is, this is a, <laughs> this, is a thing. this is a thing we do. I'll name a celebrity. Like I'll be like, this is a Michael B. Jordan. Game. And she's like, smash. And I'm like, dang it. <laughs> or I'll be like, <laughs> I'll, I'll never be Iron I'll, Man. I'll never be as good looking as freaking Michael B. Jordan. So and she's like, smash. And then she'll be like Margot Robbie. And I'm like, smash. And she's like, she's like, calm down, calm down. And it's really funny. I've never, uh, I, I have never played this game with my wife and I don't know that I ever would. It's a, like, I don't want to know. It's so funny though. Cause like now it's to the point where it's just random. Like, it's just like, we'll be watching a movie and she's like, smash or pass. I'm like, pass or, you know, or whatever. <laughs> or like, I'll do it to her in the grocery store. I'll like see someone on my, be like, oh, I'll be like, oh, like Shia LaBeouf. And she's like, smash. I'm like, yeah, I get it. 
Like an instant. You're just asking about the guy at the counter. <laughs> no, we only. That's do, too close. We, it's too close. We, we only do it with celebrities. So what's really funny is uh, like we were talking about like celebrity crushes and stuff like that. Uh -huh. And uh, uh, she was we, she was like, because, you know, we talk about that stuff. It's just a thing we do. Where it's like, who is like your top 10 celebrity crushes? Hence that game or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, what is it? Rosario Dawson? Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Not Rosario Dawson. Alexandra Daddario. Oh my gosh. That's, I mean, that's a person. Yes. I don't know if that's I don't how you even know her name. name, and she's one of my celebrity crushes. Alexandra Daddario? I believe it's Alexandra Daddario. I, don't, like I think that's how you She was really in like Percy Jackson and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's Percy Jackson. That's what I Yeah, know but that was like one of her first And she films. was in one of the, what's the name of that uh, detective show on uh, HBO? Oh, The White Lotus. What? No. Is it The White Lotus? No, it was called Detective Something. Oh, True Detective. True Detective. She true was detective. in True Detective. She but, was she, in that. but she's also in, is it The White Lotus? I don't even that's know what White Lotus what, yeah, is. Well, it's an HBO show. It's actually one of my favorite shows. And funny enough, that's where this story comes into play. So we watched that whole season one thing. And then by the end of it, she's like, wait, isn't that one of your, isn't that one of your crushes? And I'm like, ah. <laughs> and she's like, unbelievable. This whole time I've been watching this with you. And you're just sitting there like, salivating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I just started laughing because, okay, like, <laughs> I was, I'm gonna end there. We're gonna stop there. We're gonna stop there. We're gonna stop yeah. there. <laughs> so, what we've learned today, boys and girls, is that Eris is really worried about aliens, and he's a creepy old man. Is what we've learned. Today. This is a, this is a game I play with my wife. It's a fun game. Okay. All it's right. A, I learned what it things. is. No, it, that's this is how, your wife is pinning you into a corner. Okay, <laughs> Amber's pinning you into a corner because she's playing the game with you, but she's just racking up stuff to hold against you Bro, down the line. There's some that I never like. Uh, I Dude, never. You're incriminating yourself. Is what uh, I'm saying. Killian Murphy is one too. Have I, you I never, never heard knew. of the right to remain silent? Bro, no, it's fun. It's hilarious. Jeez, because like, man, it's Killian Murphy was one I had no idea. Killian Murphy. Yeah, Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer. Yeah, and all that I stuff. guess there's he a lot of women who think he's attractive. No, like everyone apparently thinks that guy's attractive. What's remarkable to me <laughs> is that he looks, you know what he is, looks like? And I love Killian Murphy. He's great. Yep, exactly. Bingo, don't, bingo. Don't ask my daughter there, in bingo, front of me these bingo. things. Okay. I saw her nodding behind That's that board. That's my daughter over yeah, there. Exactly. The Case and I don't want to, don't. I'm going to pretend <laughs> that didn't, hold on. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. I don't want to know that. So, but what he looks, you know what he looks like to me? Love him as an actor. Guy is an amazing actor, but he looks like a human walking sugar skull. No, I, th I think- Like one of those characters from the- what It's are they, the, the bad the boy the swagger dog. is what, what I've been told. The day of the dead in Mexico. Is it the bad character? boy swagger? That's like a big part of it too. Peaky Blinders, like, yeah, see, there we go. See, this is how women get themselves Ricky, in trouble. what's his name? Tom Hardy is another one. You pass one. on the good guys and you go to the bad Dude, guys I was and you complain about how they I treat you. I was telling my wife that the other, I'm like, cause all the guys, she like, like her- Type, which is funny because she ended up with me. But like her type is like it's like a dirtbag. It's like no. Oh kinda. my god, what does that say about you? I was kind of a little bit of a douche in my scene kid. Like I was a rock and roll scene kid, <laughs> hardcore boy. I knew you during those years. Yeah, I, I was. So, but that we're not going to talk about that today. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, I got some pictures <laughs> I can show you, people. So I kind of had like that whole like stereotypical like I'm in a rock band bad boy yeah. thing going on. But like her type, skinny jeans, yeah. But her type now is like that rugged bad boy, like kind of a douchebag. But like if you mess with my girl, I'm going to kill you type thing. Uh -huh. And I'm like, 
And how me like yeah well, like because like, I had a guitar and I like I had long hair like I don't understand or <laughs> she's trying to tell you something <laughs> you know what I mean you got to take cues this totally derailed okay yeah. with that I tried to tell you right that, from the start did I not try this to tell is gonna you be, um, right from the start this was gonna be an interesting one hold on to your butt this butts. is an interesting one because Eris was in a mood because like half of this there was has, some verbal vomit coming I knew it half of this has nothing to do with pop culture or comic no. books at all I'm gonna be honest but you know I what kind of you know what provoked you know what. That's some of the best content because you get to know us better. You know, you're like, oh, you know, now I feel like I know things that not everyone else knows. You know, we do know some things now. I'm letting you in. <laughs> I'm letting you inside <laughs> of my brain. And it's scary. Uh, guys. It's so scary. It's got real weird, man. Comic books. Got I love them. Weird. You love them. You love them. That brings today's podcast to a close. <laughs> uh, sometimes you just got to get some things off your chest. There we go. There we go. You can't wait for the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to title this episode. <laughs> I really don't. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> anyway. With that said, Tim. Next week it is. Next week it is. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time when we talk about all things comics.